Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormones podcast. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, and I'm so excited to have you here to talk about one of my favorite topics. I'm doing all the things and I'm not getting the results. And the title is, I'm like, I do all the things but still can't lose weight. That's part of it. But the other side of that is I do all the things, but I'm still bloated. I'm still constipated. I've still got loose stools. I'm still really tired. So there's so many elements when women come to me and they're like, I have tried everything. And the funny thing is, is that in our heads, we do think we've tried everything, but the reality is that normally it is not everything. And that's what I want to unpack with you guys today to sort of break that down and go, okay, what does that actually look like? And what does that actually mean? But before we jump into today's topic, this will most likely, I do change my mind from time to time, but this will most likely be the last podcast episode for a few weeks. I am going overseas. I will be working while I'm overseas, but my brother is also getting married, which is super exciting. So he's getting married in Canada. So I'm going to spend some time over there with family and then I'm going to do some solo travel and snowboarding for a few weeks, which will be super fun. And you'll all see it on the gram, of course, Uh, but I will also still be running my program and working with my women, Uh, but I just don't think I'll be recording podcast episodes because I don't think I'm going to take my microphone over there. I can do them uh, with my AirPods because they record quite well, but it's not the same and it's nice to have one less thing to concentrate while I'm trying to do other things as well because I love doing the podcast episode but there is also um, quite a few balls that you're juggling when you're popping out podcasts. Now today's topic is so many women I chat to have tried every let's start with this weight loss idea so they've tried every diet under the sun so on top of that they usually have these diets tied into something healthy in a sense so a female might say to me I'm eating healthy I don't eat takeaway or drink booze and I've gained four five six seven kilos if I ask her to tell me about her diet usually it contains a lot of healthy foods in the sense of meat or there might be quality dairy in there there might be lots of eggs there might be lots of butter there might be nuts seeds lots of really high caloric food Because often I ask them, have you tracked your food? And they will be like, no. So you have no idea how much you're actually consuming in in regards to your macronutrient profile. So if you're eating a lot of fat, which is nine calories per gram, it's really easy to overconsume. So a lot of the women I'm coming into contact with, they are under eating protein and overeating fat because they've never tracked. Now, this this is for a couple reasons. Usually this comes down to a health type benefit because there's one, it reduces your bloating. 
because when you have gut issues and you've got SIBO or constipation or fermentation happening in the gut, higher fat foods tend not to ferment, so they won't be as aggravating. So if you've ever looked at a low FODMAP or a SIBO-style diet, a lot of your higher fat foods are actually acceptable in large numbers or they're not even in the red at all, whereas fruits and veggies and your carbohydrates and your fiber-rich foods and things actually are fermentable, so they can cause a lot of gut issues. The other thing is when you start to talk to women about tracking, you can get a range of different uh, sort of answers back at you. But the most common one is going, well, I don't have the time. I'm worried it's going to lead to an obsession. I'm worried I'm going to get more anxious about food. I don't want to be that person who tracks because in our head, the thought around tracking often, and I was like this, so this is definitely me. This is no judgment at all, but I was like, oh, you track to lose weight, like that's the only reason you track food. It's obsessive. Like, why do you want to track every single thing you eat? Like, that just seems like a lot of hard work. And I don't, yeah, I don't want food fear. I don't want food anxiety. But I used to track just 1200 calories because I wanted to eat as little as possible and I wanted to reduce my carbohydrate consumption. That is not at all how or why I track now. I track now to make sure I'm eating enough food, to make sure I'm eating enough protein, to make sure I'm eating enough carbohydrates. Because if I wasn't tracking, and I don't track on a day-to-day basis anymore because I have a very good grasp on tracking and what I need. And I did a couple years of it. So I know what's in foods. If I had a specific goal, like I was really trying to build muscle, I would have to go back to tracking because I simply wouldn't consume the amount of carbohydrates I needed. If I was still losing my period intermittently, I would have to go back to tracking because, again, I'm probably under eating, over exercising. If I had any other health concerns where I was worried I wasn't eating enough protein, I would go back to tracking because that's the big one. Like you tend to be overeating fats, under eating protein, and the carbohydrate can. Um, uh, can vary quite a lot from female to female. So it's I don't track to lose weight. I track to make sure I'm healthy, to make sure I'm hitting my nutrient profile, to make sure I'm hitting my protein profile, to support healthy periods, to help me build muscle, to make sure I have enough energy. So it gives you insight into what's going on with your body. Like if you can just track even your main meals, like, I eat the same thing for breakfast every day because I'm a creature of habit and most of my days look pretty similar because A, time, B, budget, um, and C, again, creature of habit. I find it easy and I know what's in it then. I'm happy to eat out. It doesn't bother me, but I I work from home and it's quite easy to be like, oh, rice or potatoes or sweet potato, some form of protein, chicken, mince, slow-cooked meat, uh, fish, seafood, eggs, whatever it is, and then there'll be fat sort of sprinkled through there in nuts or butters or oils or chocolate or whatever it is. So if you're someone who has tracked, like in the past when I tracked for 1,200 calories and I was like, you know, thinking that that was the golden key and I was under eating, then you're coming in with a very different mindset for weight loss. And on top of that, we're often doing like excessive amounts of cardio because we're aiming for a number on the scale rather than using food tracking as a tool to educate yourself. 
food tracking now gives me food freedom freedom and it saves me time so now that i've reached my desired body composition i can sort of plan ahead with my food and i can track or i can have days without tracking because i know ballpark what is going on with my food same when i go on holidays i can focus on proteins make sure i'm not being crazy with my fats so that i can still get enough carbohydrates in because when we eat a lot of fat, we get a lot of satiety and a lot of fullness, which means women and then going, I just can't eat enough carbs. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you're overeating in fats. I do see many women fall into this cycle. And this is where that whole idea is. I've tried it all and I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not losing weight or I'm still bloated or I've got thyroid issues now. I'm really fatigued. I'm losing my hair. This is because this is a cycle that's typically happening we identify a new diet to try. So usually it might have a health focus, keto, fasting, low carb, high protein. You stick to that diet, you avoid social events or things where you might be um, exposed to not following your diet. You feel really great, but then something comes up. You ask to go out for drinks or you have a family event, something where you're exposed to a lot of the foods that you want to be eating and then you binge or you overeat or you overdrink and then you eat foods that aren't great for you and then you feel a bit terrible and then you try and kick back Monday to Friday back into your diet and then you fall off the bandwagon a little bit again and then you try and get back into it again and you fall off the band and it's a constant push or pull of not following what you want to follow because you feel like that is the only way to get results as opposed to creating something sustainable and something that's setting you up for success. If you're on a SIBO or a parasite or a candida protocol, then yes, you do want to be following that in that 80-20 rule to ensure that you're not feeding that bacteria, that parasites, that yeast, as we're working on upper digestion, so creating good stomach acid, good digestive enzymes, working on your large intestine and rebuilding that good gut flora. So we're taking a holistic approach and we're actually looking and this is why I work with women for six months because I don't want you to walk away after a session with me and be like right now I need to follow low FODMAP forever or not eat garlic and onion forever or I have to eat low carb forever that is not the case at all we're taking a big picture here and going you know what for four five six weeks remove these foods while we support the root cause while we support your metabolism as well, then we'll slowly add these carbs back in, see what you react to, rebuild up your good gut flora so you can digest more carbohydrates, so you can eat simple sugars again, so that you can feed your thyroid, which essentially is your metabolism, and get that burning, get that on fire. Because what happens is when we restrict or we undereat or we go keto and we remove all these sugars and carbs for too long, we're removing that fuel source. So your metabolism goes, well, we've got to slow down because we're just not getting enough fuel for our fire and it slows everything down. So then you end up with a slow metabolism. And especially if you're undereating as well, your body's like, well, conserve, conserve, conserve energy because we don't know what's happening or when we're going to get fed next. On top of that, you're throwing around your blood sugar levels because you don't have 
continual input of protein, carbs, fats. So we're getting these spikes of cortisol. So our adrenal glands are up and down all the time. And then we can end up with conditions like your PCOS or your stress-based type PCOS. So we have higher DHEA and high androgens, which are always getting triggered. So we need to think, what if you could achieve your health and body goals in a sustainable and enjoyable way? So it may take a little bit longer, but it's going to set you up for the rest of your life. Wouldn't that be better than jumping into sort of quote unquote, a quick fix diet that might remove your bloating, uh, you might lose weight quite fast. And this is the thing some people do. Some people jump into intermittent fasting or keto-style diets and the weight just drops off. Like it, it is quite a thing, but then they plateau and then slowly either it comes back on or they can't lose any more weight or that's quote-unquote stuck in this restrictive diet, which is not a fun way to live as, at all. Whereas if you're like the women who come into my program and you're like, okay, we've got to do a couple of weeks of reducing all the inflammation so we can heal our gut, restore our gut lining, rebuild our good gut flora, then we can start to add these carbs back in and we can start to support our adrenal glands, support our thyroid, support our hormones. And by the time you're walking out of the program in six to nine or 12 months time, you're digesting a whole range of foods you weren't at the start, but you're also eating a lot more food and you're also happy with your body composition and you've put a muscle and you've lost weight because it's a sustainable approach. I'm not trying to fix you in six weeks. I'm looking at a long-term thing. And really, what is six months out of your whole life? What is 12 months out of your whole life? You know, especially when a lot of the women I'm chatting to have been struggling with bloating, constipation, weight, fatigue for years. It's like, well, if we take a root cause approach that, hey, maybe a little bit slower. I mean, to be fair, most women drop a couple of kilos within the first couple of weeks from bloating, inflammation, and just from having better bowel movements. But your body composition is going to improve and adapt as your whole body gets healthier, as your nutrients are more absorbed, as you've got enough minerals, as you support that thyroid. It's a whole body approach. So you want to look at that root cause. You want to make tracking fun and informative and used as a tool so that you can use it to succeed and get what your goals are. Your goals might be competing. Your goals might be to have more energy. Your goals might be to have a regular period. Tracking can help with all of them. It just looks different, but it gives you the power. It stops your cravings. It'll help understand your bloating, and it gives you control over what's happening with your body and awareness and understanding because so many women just simply don't understand how much fat is in foods or how much like not a lot of protein is in say a serve of two eggs for example so it's it's all knowledge and the more knowledge and awareness you have of what you're putting into your body the more you can control your symptoms and how you're reacting and what you can do what kind of life do you want to live how do you want to feel and what kind of body do you want to have are all things that you do actually have control over they just take a little bit of time to learn and understand so when you say, I've tried it all, but I'm still no further ahead, or I've tried it all and I'm still bloated, I've tried it all and I still can't lose weight, generally, I say you're missing something. Either you're not tracking or you haven't done comprehensive stool testing or comprehensive hormone testing or adrenal testing, or you haven't looked at your mineral balance, you haven't supported your hormones. 
there's usually a missing element. So when you do something like the root cause program and you go through a protocol to heal your gut so you can handle more carbs, have more energy, get better results in the gym, as well as show up in a way that you couldn't before for your family and your careers, it's a game changer. It's a little bit of a no-brainer. I hope that was helpful for you guys because it's something that I'm really, really passionate about is kind of understanding because I was that person. I was that female who was, quote unquote, doing all the things, CrossFit, cardio, eating like healthy, which I thought was healthy, but it was like green smoothies and nut butter and fasting and black coffees and bulletproof coffees. I went through a nice stage of that as well. And I had so many gut issues. I was so fatigued. I had such severe acne and psoriasis. All because, yes, there was a stress component, but I was adding the stress onto my body by under-eating and just simply not giving my body carbs. It went so many years without carbohydrates. I'm surprised it's so good to me now. Like, it's really taken a long time to get to the place I am. I There's no way I'd be deadlifting what I'm deadlifting now or doing the amount of cardio or riding or running that I'm doing now if I was still eating the way I was eating I hope that was helpful for you. I do have a YouTube video on chronometer on macros that might be um, just supportive alongside this podcast episode to give you an idea of what I mean when you're tracking as well. If you want to know more about macros and tracking for health, then please reach out, DM me. It is something we do inside the Root Cause program to go, okay, this is a good split for you based on the fact that you've got candida, you've got parasites, Let's start to understand what your targets should be around that. So please reach out Sheridan underscore functional nutrition on Instagram, or you can assess your gut health in the links in the show note. You can join my private Facebook group, which is Gut Health Solutions. You can jump on my website and have a look at the root cause program if that's something you're interested in. I've got a great video there breaking it down. But as always, please reach out. I love hearing from you and if I don't jump on and create a podcast episode, there'll be one out in March. So please join me on the gram so that you can stay up to date with all things Root Cause. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.